1: all right, all of you G-heads, you tuned in for another magical installment of Disney Blues, Disney On Demand. And this week for show number 78 for the week of July 3rd, 2014, we have all kinds of fun as we're going to be celebrating America, the birthday of America, and all the different ways that you've come to know. With Paul Bunyan, Johnny Appleseed, The Swamp Fox, Fireworks, American Adventure, and Beans and Bacon. Yes, I did say Beans and Bacon. You may be thinking hot dogs, firing up the grill, But how about Beans and Bacon? Yes, and we're going to welcome our very special guest here this week, Stephen Anthony Lawrence, who you may know as Beans from the classic Disney Channel show, Even Stevens. And Stephen Anthony Lawrence is going to be stopping in and talking about a variety of different things, what it was like working with Shia LaBeouf and everybody of this fantastic ensemble cast on Even Stevens, what he's doing now, and many other things. In addition, we have all kinds of fun. Like I mentioned, we are celebrating America. Now, if the show sounds a little bit different, you hear birds chirping in the background, you <laughs> I decided to take the show outside. Yes, there are a variety of reasons why, but I will get to those a little bit later. But let's just say I am doing the show remote here this week, watching the kids, we're in the park, and we're getting ready for the 4th of July. And we have all kinds of fun with news hot off the D-Wire. The D-Team is back. As we have Aaron, you have questions, he has answers. And he's gonna answer all your questions with I want to know. We have Paige stopping in with a magical music review. With the anniversary and legacy edition of the Lion King getting released this last week, Paige is gonna stop in and give you a musical review of this fantastic soundtrack to this film. We also have a brand new D-Team member who's going to be stopping in with this week's This Week in Disney History, and like I said, tons of news hot off the D-Wire. From apps, movies, the Disney Channel, Walt Disney World Resorts, Epcot, and more, we have all kinds of news on the horizon. So, all of you D-Heads, as I'm hanging out here in the sun, it's nice, it's breezy, it's a great summer day, let's officially kick off show number 78. For the week of July 3rd, 2014, how fitting by celebrating America. I'll be right back, LVD Heads.
2: America did not exist. Four centuries of work, bloodshed, loneliness, and fear created this land. We built America, and the process made us Americans. A new breed, rooted in all races, stained and tinted with all colors, a seeming ethnic anarchy. Then, in a little time, we became more alike than we were different. New society. Not great, but fitted by our very faults for greatness. Uh excuse me, Mr. Twain. What's that? Perhaps you recognize those inspiring words from one of America's great writers.
3: Uh, no, Dr. Franklin, I don't recall writing anything like that. Oh, my, of course not bear from the pen of John Steinbeck
2: here in the 20th century. Why, it seems he has nearly the same spirit as the Founding Fathers themselves.
3: Well, listen to the proud elder statesman.
2: Mr. Twain, pride is one of our national passions. Even those who overcome it are proud of their humility.
3: Easy now. I was born modest. Fortunately... (laughs) wore off. Dr. Franklin, our genuine American antique, I suppose our story begins with you.
2: Actually, it started long before even my time. It started when dreams and visions of a new world were shrouded in the myths and legends of an old world. Finally, through those early mists of uncertainty, sail the first great adventurers.
4: America, spread your golden wings Sail on freedom's wind, cross the sky
5: Your golden dreams Flying
6: high
2: country can do for you,
7: ask what you can do for your country. My fellow citizens of the world, ask not what America will do for you, but what together we can do for the freedom of man. I have a dream this afternoon that the brotherhood of man will become a reality in this day with this faith. 40 feet down, two and a half. Picking up the set. Four forward. Four forward, drifting to the right a little. Contact light? Okay, engine stop. We copy it down, Eagle. And quality Base here.
8: The Eagle has landed.
9: Envelope to Davis and Kirk.
10: Right down that
5: Tonight, celebrate America's birthday from coast to coast as Walt Disney World in Orlando, Florida, and Disneyland in California host an all-star 4th of July spectacular with our host, John Ritter, and special guest appearances by Mary Chapin Carpenter, Billy Ray Cyrus, Celine Dion, Chris Cross, Los Lobos, Martina McBride, and Chase. With special appearances by My Girl's Anna Klumsky and Curly Sue's Allison Porter. Featuring highlights from Beauty and the Beast, The Little Mermaid, a comedy salute to the world's favorite group, and introducing Disneyland's Fantasmic, with salutes to four of the President's Point of Light Program honorees. And now, for more Disney World's Epcot stage, tonight's host, John Ritter. Thank you very much july everybody the fantasy and fun continues with the Spectral magic parade part of walt disney world's year-long 20th anniversary celebration With Celine Dion, Los Lobos, A Visit with Goofy, more crisscross, and tonight's first point of light honoree.
4: saw the men and boys as thick as hasty pudding The Yankee do Keep it up! Yankee do
6: dandy. Mind the music and the stuff and with the rules we had.
4: And there was Captain Washington upon a strapping stallion giving orders to his men. I guess, guess there were a, a million Yankee Doodle, keep it up, Yankee Doodle Dandy. Mind the music and the step and with the girls be dandy. Now Yankee Doodle is a tune that comes in mighty handy. The enemy all run away at Yankee Doodle Dandy. Yankee Doodle, keep it up, Yankee Doodle Dandy.
5: it's disney blues disney on demand
11: i thought you were dead Uh,
5: uh. with your host jonathan johnson what
11: my dad gave it to me it shows exactly where we are on the planet was this baby we'll never be
1: you just tell the man you want to go back to your mother All right, all of you D-heads, I hope you enjoyed the official kickoff for our 4th of July celebration here with all kinds of fun as we celebrate the birthday of America with beans and bacon as we're welcoming Stephen Anthony Lawrence here at the show. That's right, the man who portrayed beans on the Disney Channel hit show... Even Stevens is going to be stopping in here later at the show to help us celebrate America and talk about what he's doing now, working on that show, Even Stevens, and many other things. And as I already mentioned, if it sounds a little bit different here this week, I took the show remote. Yes, I decided to take the digital studio out into the park. As I already mentioned, there are some great stories behind this that I'm going to share a little bit later as to why I'm in the park and not in the studio. But if you hear children screaming in the background, cars driving by, and the wind blowing, I'm just making the show a little more mobile here this week and doing it on the fly so we can all celebrate and jump forward into our 4th of July celebration here this weekend. So before I kick off show number 78 for the week of July 3rd, 2014, I do want to give you all the different ways you can stay connected here at Disney On Demand. And first and foremost, you can always visit our official website at dizradio.com. That's D-I-Z-Radio.com. There you can find our full list of past shows, the complete archives, the backlog, the latest news blogs, and more right there on our homepage at dizradio.com. That's D-I-Z radio.com. You can also follow us all over the social media outlets on Facebook at facebook.com slash Disney On Demand. You can friend us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Disney Blue, and that's B-L-U. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and more. Just search Disney Blue, BLU, or Diz Radio, D-I-Z Radio. And remember, you can always subscribe to our show and get the latest right there into your device of your choice on iTunes and Stitcher. Just search Diz Radio. So all of heads with that said, if I sound a little scattered, like I said, I am doing this uh, pretty much all from memory here this week as I'm out here in the park with my four children, uh, you know, just getting ready to celebrate the 4th of July weekend here this week. So uh, with that said, I'm going to jump right into news, and since it is the 4th of July, I do want to say that there's a lot of things that are very American that you're going to hear here throughout the show all show long, everything from Pollyanna, Johnny Appleseed, Paul Bunyan, American Adventure, Celebrate America Fireworks Spectacular, and many other things, so get ready for all kinds of fun. But off the top of my head, like I said, this show is a little more free-flowing here this week, D-Heads. How about Disney's Legacy Collection kicking off with Mary Poppins for pre-order. Yes, that is correct. As the Legacy Collection with The Lion King has just recently gotten released, we now have the Legacy Collection for Mary Poppins available for pre-order. Now, it is going to hit stores on August 26, 2014, and now you can pre-order through Amazon. Now, they are going to have a variety of different things with this, including three-disc collectible set. Now, this is going to feature all kinds of music from the film, Lost Chords, excerpts from P.L. Travers herself, story meetings with Don DeGrady and the Sherman Brothers, as well as all new illustrated artwork. Now, if you love Saving Mr. Banks and Mary Poppins and all those things, this is definitely one that you want to add. I mean, Disc One alone has the Overture, the One Man Band, Sister Suffragette, The Life I Lead, uh, Air Mail, The Perfect Nanny, Jolly Holiday, pretty much all the standards that you know from the film. Now, Disc 2 is where it gets to be a little more fun. Disc 2 has all the pre-demos. It has The Perfect Nanny, it also has Jolly Holiday, The Pearly Song, Stay Awake, I Love to Laugh, Tuppence a Bag, Let's Go Fly a Kite, and all of these are the standard pre-demos, which means that they were sung by the Sherman Brothers themselves. Now, they also have The Lost Chords of Mary Poppins. Now, I'm trying to remember what I had read here because I don't have notes in front of me here at the park, but... The Lost Chords are going to include a variety of different things that are different compositions, melodies, and songs, including the Mary Poppins Melody, Admiral Boom, The Right Side, The Chimpanzee, The Land of Sand, The North Pole Polka, The Eyes of Love, and a variety of others, including the bonus track with the full Mary Poppins Overture. So there's going to be a variety of different things on here. I mean, even disc three has a variety of different things, including the Sherman Brothers reminiscing about their days on Mary Poppins. Three disk set, coming out August 26th, and now you can pre-order it for the Legacy Collection for Mary Poppins. Now, moving right along with movies and all that kind of fun stuff, how about Enchanted 2? Now, you have seen it all over the web in the last couple of days about Enchanted 2 and everything happening with that. Well, now Disney has officially confirmed that Enchanted 2's main actors are expected to return. Yes, J. David Stern and David N. Weiss from the Smurfs movies Shrek 2 and Rugrats are now booked to write the follow-up for the 2007 musical Enchanted. Now, Anne Fletcher, who did the proposal, is confirmed to sit behind the camera as the director for the sequel. Now, James Marsden played Edward, her initial prince charming, while Patrick Dempsey portrayed her true love in the real world of Earth. Now, it is reported that all the main actors are expected to return for this and reprise their roles for the sequel. Now, the original one had Indina Menzel, who you may know from Frozen fame right now, as well as Susan Sarandon and many others in this, and it grossed over $340 million worldwide. Now, moving right along, let's get to parks and how about something overseas overseas. And Duffy the Bear. Yes, Duffy the Bear is here in America and Walt Disney World as well, but how about Duffy the Bear getting a new sidekick in Japan? Yes, Duffy the Bear just got a brand new friend this past week. His new sidekick is an artistic cat called Jill Tony. I hope I pronounced that right if I didn't. You guys will let me know in emails and whatnot. But the operator of Tokyo Disney Sea unveiled the new feline character at its theme park earlier this week and has already had a range of merchandise featuring the emerald eyed cat. Ready to go on sale tomorrow, July 4th. Now, Oriental Land Company said items featuring the beret wearing character include stuffed toys, tote bags, and available for purchase at Tokyo Disney Sea's Galleria Disney Shop. They are also going to have gelato sundays and cups with pictures of Giotoni that are going to be sold inside of the amusement parks as well. Now, Duffy, the main teddy bear that is popular at Tokyo Disney Sea, despite not originating from a Disney film is very popular over there in Japan. The official story goes that Minnie Mouse created him for Mickey to keep him company during his long sea voyage. Now, Giotoni has also been given a backstory. He met Duffy for the first time when the teddy bear dropped a gelato on the ground. The artistic kitty used the spill sherbet to paint a picture with his tail and cheer up his new acquaintance. Yes, now this is going on sale starting tomorrow on July 4th, and this is the first time in four years that Duffy gets a brand new pal. His girlfriend Sherry Mae first appeared in 2010. Now since we are talking about Disney things at, uh, are all over other than here on the mainland and uh, if it sounds like I'm out of breath I just made my way to the swing set to push uh, my little princess Emma here on the swings but Disney's Alunai in Hawaii was named Travel and Leisure's World Best Awards in 2014 yes, Travel and Leisure has named several Hawaii hotels and islands to its 19th annual World's Best Awards now the rankings are determined by a reader survey judging hotels cities, islands airlines, tour companies spas and more now Alunai a Disney and Spa in Hawaii at Ko'olina Resort has been named the number one hotel for families in the U.S. category. Yes, the category is divided by region. Now, the Four Seasons was ranked the top hotel in Hawaii and ranked number 22 on the top 100 hotels overall. But let's just say, Disney's Alani must have it right if it is ranked number one for families. Now, pushing right along here, literally as I push my daughter Emma here on the swing. Like I said, I apologize for the laid back show, but hey, it's a holiday weekend, D-Heads. I'm not gonna sit in the studio for this one. But, uh, you know, pushing right along, how about Gotham casting Disney's Kyle Massey in a reoccurring role? Yes, everybody is ready for Gotham. Yes, the backstory of the infamous city where Batman reigns. Now, the Disney Channel star will now appear In a reoccurring capacity as Mackie, that TV line has officially reported this week. Now Mackie is a neglected and abused teenager who finds himself on the streets of Gotham. Now Massey has starred in a variety of Disney Channel projects including That's So Raven, its spinoff Cory in the House, as well as an animated series Fish Hooks and TV movie Life is Rough. Now, the Oscar-nominated actress Carol Kane has also joined the Batman prequel series as Gertrude Capel Put, the mother of Oswald Cobblepot, also known as the Penguin. Now, the pilot episode of Gotham will receive its world premiere at the San Diego Comic Con on Saturday, July twenty-sixth. Now, getting back to the theme parks here, all of you D heads, how about one that you always hear? You you arrive at the Magic Kingdom, you're in the parking lot, and you hear it, right? You. Zzz, zzz. Yeah, that's my car, okay? But now kids can ride shotgun at 140 miles an hour in the Richard Petty Experience. Now young racing fans who want to go fast like their favorite NASCAR drivers have a chance to do just that with the junior ride-along offered by the Richard Petty Experience. Now kids ages 6 to 13 who are at least 48 inches tall can ride shotgun with a professional driver in a stock car that goes up to 140 miles an hour and is equipped with child-sized racing seats and a five-point harness. Now in Florida, they have two regular track options. The one mile, three turn Walt Disney World Speedway with banking up to 10 degrees or a 2.5 mile tri-oval at Daytona International Speedway with up to 31 degrees. Now there's two different experiences as they said. The operations manager Gary Terry has said, couldn't forget that name (laughs) right off the top of my head it rhymed right? The Daytona track is a fast track with more banking whereas the Disney track is smaller with more g-force and tire turns. Now, this is the newest thing that they are adding to this because, come on, there are a lot of young riders out there who love NASCAR. Now, after buckling into the car, you get a quick introduction, some instructions, and the driver cranks it up and lets it go. Now, this thing is fantastic. I mean, you know, I'm sure kids that are ages 6 to 13 are going to love this one no matter what. Now, getting back to the movies and the screen, how about Newsies? Now, I myself love Newsies. I thought it was a fantastic film. It gained a cult following for quite some time, even though it was a flop at the box office. But Newsies was once believed to collect dust in the home entertainment cabinets. But, you know, come on, it became a huge Broadway success. And you may remember back in 2012 when we had some of the cast of Newsies on Broadway here on Disney On Demand... Definitely check it out in the archives where you can hear that as well. But now Disney has officially confirmed there will be no more King of New York as it's going to say goodbye on August 24th. That is right. August 24th is when Newsy's going to drop the final curtain and say goodbye to Broadway. Now, cruising right along here in news, there's a variety of different things, and... Uh, The weather is fantastic out here, Diaz. I had to to pop in and say it. The weather is fantastic here at the park today, and let me tell you, I do have some bacon in honor of Stephen Anthony Lawrence that is getting tossed on some burgers here on the grill very shortly. But how about Star Wars The Clone Wars? Yes, Star Wars The Clone Wars, the animated TV show, is going to be re-rendered in 4K. Now, for all of you geek heads out there like me, you are going to love this. Back in March, Lucasfilm and Cartoon Network entered a deal to not only broadcast a full series of Star Wars The Clone Wars to Netflix customers, but allow the streaming giant to bankroll the last leg of the production, The Lost Missions, a.k.a. the sixth season of The Clone Wars, to help basically wrap it all up and get it all together and, you know, tie up all the loose ends. Now, with 4K streaming content growing, Netflix has been keen to provide many high-res quality streaming to its customers, and now Lucasfilm is well down the track of re-rendering the entire series in 4K resolution as well. Now, going to things that are smaller screens here, how about Disney Zoom Zoom? Yes, the mobile game and soft toy line is launching globally this week. Yes, this week, Disney announced the launch of Disney ZoomZoom, the top-ranked and free puzzle app from Japan on all mobile devices globally, along with Disney Zoom Zoom stackable soft toy line. Now, the app, which is published by Line, the leading free call and messaging app, has reached the number one free app spot on both iOS and Android in Japan and has been downloaded more than 14 million times. Now, coinciding with the global launch of the app, Disney Store is introducing more than 30 different stackable Zoom Zoom toys available at DisneyStore.com. Now, Disney Zoom Zoom has quickly become the phenomenon in Japan, and they are hoping that it's going to generate the same buzz here in America. Now, Disney Zoom Zoom, which translates in American to Disney Stack Stack, is players where they connect and pop as many Disney Zoom Zoom characters as they can in one minute. The more zooms eliminated with each level, the higher the score. As they progress through the game, players will collect Disney and Disney Pixar Zoom Zooms like Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, Stitch, Buzz Lightyear, and many others. If you do want to find out more about this, definitely check it out in your mobile apps and just download it. It's fun. It's addicting. I've been playing it all week. So, pushing right along here in news, all of you D-heads, I think I'm doing pretty good, considering I'm winging most of this here this week, but uh, how about Walt Disney Records set to release Fire and Rescue, the plane's original motion picture soundtrack, on July 15th? Yes, award-winning composer Mark Mancia, who won a Grammy with Phil Collins for his work on Tarzan, produced and composed a score for Planes, Fire, and Rescue. Now, the Planes, Fire, and Rescue original motion picture soundtrack takes off on July 15th. Now, Mark Mancina returned to the runway to create the score for Planes, Fire, and Rescue. As composer for Disney's Planes, Mancina was also able to take the themes established in the first film and update them to reflect the unique and heroic nature of Fire and Rescue. Dusty's more grown up, as he said, and the music, they wanted to be a little more grown up as well, as well as being a little bit richer. There's an arc to his life, and the music needed to follow that arc. You can get this online, streaming, mp3s, and on CD, coming up on July 15th. Now, also new this summer, Walt Disney World. Yes, let's get back to the parks. And how about Frozen Fun? to hit the Disney Hollywood Studios. Yes, this summer, Disney Hollywood Studios is going to be celebrating Frozen, the hit animated film from Disney with a daily character procession, sing-alongs with Anna and Elsa, fireworks, a polar playground, and more. Now, from July 5th to September 1st, 2014, Frozen Summer Fun Live will bring life to the world of the Royal Sisters Anna and Elsa and their fairy tale kingdom of Arendelle. Most activities are included with theme park admission. Now, there are going to be special experiences that will immerse guests in lots of Frozen fun, And some of the highlights that are scheduled to change is Anna and Elsa's Royal Welcome. Each day at 11 a.m., Anna and Elsa will ride a horse-drawn sleigh and travel with the procession. They're going to have, for the first time in forever, a sing-along celebration, the Wandering Oaken's Trading Post and Frozen Funland, where they're going to have a big summer blowout of all kinds of merchandise and fun. They're also going to have all kinds of icy artisans, take-along Olaf, frozen fireworks, and many others, including meeting Anna and Elsa in the Princess Fairytale Hall in the Magic Kingdom. So, all of you D-heads, with that said, that is going to wrap up what I can remember from news here this week. Uh, There's one more. Let's also not forget that there was the debut of Girl Meets World this last week. We don't want to forget that one as well. So if you had a chance to check that one out, that is definitely one that I enjoyed and I thought was fantastic. So if you had a chance to check it out, it it definitely reigns true to the original Boy Meets World. So definitely check out that one, and we'd love to hear your feedback on Girl Meets World from this last week. So with that, I'm going to wrap up news, all of you D-heads, and I'm going to let you guys all go. I'm going to spend some time here with the kids, and I'm going to release the reins to the D-team. As you have questions and he has answers, as Aaron is going to answer all those questions, and I want to know, we also have a brand new D-team member who is going to be stopping in here very shortly, and he's going to take over the reins with the This Week in Disney History that I rambled off to all of you last week. So he's going to stop in and give you a little bit more about what's happening this week in Disney history. We also have Paige, and let's not forget, celebrating America. Yes, Pollyanna, Paul Bunyan, Johnny Appleseed, America the Beautiful. And let's not forget that on top of that, we have all kinds of fun to celebrate America with beans and bacon. As we have Stephen Anthony Lawrence, who played Beans on Even Stevens, stopping in here very shortly as well. With all that said, I'm going to release the reins. And in honor of Beans from Even Stevens stopping in here at the show, how about something that is also American? And how about heading to the moon? We all know we went to the moon in 1969, so uh, I'm going to leave it just at that. Be right back, LBG heads.
12: (laughs) Well... We went to the moon in 1969, Um, not 1968, but a year later. We went to the moon in 1969, that's when the astronauts first walked inside a crash. went to the moon in 1969, not 1970, but a year soon. Was brilliant, inspiring, and quite a toe tapper. <laughs> Thank you, Miss Levelson.
3: Uh, oh, wait a minute. Okay, she didn't say anything except we went to the
4: moon.
12: I know, Larry. That's why Ren is receiving a failing grade. Hi.
3: Who is Beans?
12: Beans is kind of like every eight year old. He thinks he's cool, but he's actually a clunt.
1: Those who know him best say he's weird. Honey. Menace. There you have it. Beans is weird, hot, and a menace. I,
4: I'm just a kid. See
1: for yourself, Even Stevens, Monday through Thursday at six thirty-five thirty 30 Central on Disney Channel. Oh, yeah, did we mention he loves
8: bacon? Hi, I'm Stephen Anthony Lawrence, Beans from Even Stevens, and you're listening to Disney On Demand. Oh, yeah.
11: What is it I really think, I think that spring has sprang I woke up feeling tickle pink and this is what I sang I'm as happy as a little clam, I am, I am I am in love just with nothing sainted art above Bless my heart for pity's sake I'm bursting out with love I'm so silly, tell you why it is, I is I is in love with everyone Goodness, dearie me, my sainted on the about. Bless my heart for pity's sake.
0: have questions we have answers let's dip our hands into the virtual mailbag and uncover the truth in i want to know
13: hey d heads it's aaron again and i'm back with another installment of i want to know hope everyone's doing well and enjoying having the kids home for the summer me and my son have been busy catching up on movies and other activities well the virtual mailbag is full so let's reach in and see what questions we have for this week Our first question is from Kevin Kirkin of Oregon and he writes, Diz Radio, I'm heading down to the Walt Disney World Resort and haven't been there in some time. I know downtown Disney has changed much since the Pleasure Island days. Could you give me more on the backstory of downtown Disney? I think I do recall going to a small area called the Disney Village or something back when I was little with my parents, way before even Typhoon Lagoon was built. Thanks a bunch. Well, the Lake Buena Vista Shopping Village opened on March 22, 1975, as a shopping complex intended to serve the planned residences within the Walt Disney World property. As the residential units evolved into more resort hotel space, the complex became more focused as a shopping destination for all Walt Disney World visitors, and was renamed Walt Disney World Village in 1977. With the advent of new management under Michael Eisner in 1984, Disney began looking for ways to keep vacationers on Walt Disney property longer and them with offerings to prevent them from leaving for entertainment beyond Disney's borders. To compete with the popular Church Street Station clubs in downtown Orlando, the addition of Pleasure Island was announced on July 21, 1986, featuring adult nightclubs showcasing Disney's quality and creativity. Construction began the following August and was opened on May 1, 1989, the same day as Disney's Hollywood Studios theme park. Later that year, the complex was renamed as Disney Village Marketplace. In the mid-1990s, the growth of Walt Disney World created the potential for further expansion. On June 20, 1995, major enhancements and expansions were announced for the area, with the Disney Village Marketplace and Pleasure Island being combined into a newly branded district named Downtown Disney. The rebranding was introduced on September 7, 1997. On September 15, Downtown Disney website opened as a third shopping, dining, and entertainment area featuring more eclectic venues such as La Nuba, Disney Quest, and Tower Records, later a Virgin Megastore. Major changes to the complex also included the conversion of Mickey's Character Shop into the world of Disney, becoming the world's largest Disney store, in addition to the expansion and upgrade of the AMC Pleasure Island Theaters. On March 14, 2013, Walt Disney Parks and Resorts Chairman Tom Staggs announced that Downtown Disney would be revitalized as Disney Springs, a dining retail entertainment district inspired by Florida's waterfront towns. The expansion project will include 150 new tenants and the construction of two parking structures. Disney Springs will expand twice in size with Team Mickey and stores like Will Grow with more merchandise. Popular stores like American Girl and Dior have been rumored to be placing locations at Disney Springs. I'm really looking forward to the new Disney Springs. It looks like it's going to be a really neat retail outlet. Well... Our next question comes from Megan Riley of North Carolina, and she writes, Looking to get some answers from Aaron, and I want to know. In Disney's Heavyweights, thanks for the post on it, got me watching it again. Where was it filmed? Was it a real camp location? Well, Heavyweights is the 1995 Walt Disney Pictures comedy film directed by Stephen Brill and co-written by Brill with Judd Apatow. Heavyweights is about a fat camp for kids that is taken over by a fitness guru named... Tony Perkins, played by the great Ben Stiller. His goal is to make the camp weight loss program the new top infomercial. He basically goes psychotic and the kids have to fight back. The movie was filmed at Cap Pinnacle in Hendersonville, North Carolina and still a working camp to this day. Well, our final question comes from Richard Swinkey, and he writes, Aaron of Diz Radio was recently watching the computer War tennis shoes. Just how many films has Kurt Russell done for Disney? What is your favorite? Well Kurt Russell did 12 movies so far for Walt Disney Pictures. He was in Follow Me Boys in 1966, The Horse in the Gray Flannel Suit in 1968, The One and Only Genuine Original Family Band in 1968, The Computer Wore Tennis Shoes in 1969, The Barefoot Executive in 1971, Now You See Him Now You Don't in 1972, Super Dad in 1973, Charlie and the Angel in 1973, The Strongest Man in the World in 1975, The Fox and the Hound in 1981, Miracle in 2004, and Sky High in 2005. It was also in seven episodes of Walt Disney's Wonderful World of Color. I love all his movies, but if I have to be pinned down on just one, I really enjoyed his portrayal as Coach Herb Brooks in Miracle. Here's an interesting fact about Walt and Kurt. Walt Disney wrote Russell's name on a piece of paper just before he died, the significance of which remains a mystery even to Russell. Well, D-Heads, that concludes another installment of I Want to Know. Thanks for the great questions and keep them coming. Send all your questions or comments to Aaron, E-R-I-N, at dizradio.com. Make sure to include your name and city so I can give you credit. And remember, D-Heads, Laughter is timeless, imagination has no age, and dreams are forever. We'll see you next week, D Heads.
6: over. Yeah, I'm starving. Far
9: from the everyday world. Yeah! There is a place. A place where big Congratulations, Mr. Sims, you are the fattest boy in camp. <laughs> is beautiful.
12: Chipmose! Download!
9: And then Isn't it? This is definitely not
12: sanitary.
9: For Jerry and his friends, it was a dream come true. Until the new owner,
6: that is, out of here, Mister! Oh no!
9: Turned it into a nightmare. Lunch has been canceled today
0: due to lack of hustle.
9: Now, after six weeks of frustration, then we're gonna climb that one thousand foot rock face over there. Starvation.
11: there isn't a gummy bear left in this entire camp.
9: And humiliation.
11: <laughs> nice swing, you fat tubbo.
9: Everyone having fun? Jerry's out to do something <laughs> far more important than lose a few pounds. I have a plan. He's out to gain <laughs> respect.
1: What is going on? You can't kidnap the owner of a
7: camp.
9: <laughs> Welcome to
7: the annual Apache
1: Relay. We're As good as anybody. And it's about time we started acting that way.
7: Take them down,
14: Cappy.
9: Walt Disney Pictures presents a comedy for every kid. Tell me the artist and title, please. Uh, sure.
11: Da Vinci's Mona Lisa.
9: Tired of taking it.
11: I'm so slow. It would have been cool to go fast.
9: Whoa! And ready to dish it out. Heavyweights. Super. In their dealings with pressed envelope to Davis and Kurt,
13: down
10: that. Good evening, everybody. I'm Old Willard Scott, and welcome to our annual Fourth of July spectacular. And tonight's show is really special because it combines that good old American pride of Independence Day with the wonderful magic of Disney. And joining me is the reigning Miss America, Gretchen Carlson. Hi, Gretchen. Hi.
14: And what an evening we have planned. You know, Walt Disney World is decked out in red, white, and blue 365 days a year. But every 4th of July, the Disney family throws America the best birthday party she's ever had.
10: You got that right. and I'm sure this year will be no exception. You know, besides eating Aunt Rose's potato salad, my favorite part of any festival like this is the parade.
14: Mine, too. And here at Walt Disney World, we have the All-America Parade.
10: You got it. And Disney's All-America Parade is special because it has floats that represent Americans from all over the country.
14: And no parade would be complete without a marching band, so we've invited three of the country's best.
10: So what do you say we strut on over to the Disney MGM Studio theme park and let the high-stepping begin? My arm, ma'am. The studio sits just south of the Magic Kingdom, across a yawning lagoon, where the theme park makes you feel like you're back in the golden age of Hollywood. It's designed with actual movie artifacts, including a replica of the man's Chinese theater, perched right at the end of Hollywood Boulevard. And on that speed of dreams is the Kentucky Lions.
12: from
15: the Haunted Mansion, and you're listening to Disney On Demand. Hello, fellow D-heads. Happy Independence Day to all of you, and a huge happy birthday to America. Welcome to another segment of This Week in Disney History. I'm Nathan, stepping in for this segment to give it a whirl and making my introduction with Diz Radio. Who doesn't love a great fourth celebration? I know I certainly do. In honor of Independence Day, I extend a warm salute to all nations, but mostly America, with a step back in time and Disney history. On this day in 1924, Disney's Alice comedy, Alice and the Dog Catcher, a short mixing live action and animation, is released. Vacation is one of my favorite things to look forward to each year, no matter where the destination is. In 1935, as of this date, any employee who has been with the Disney studio a full year is granted a two-week vacation. Something else to think on. Where do you think Disney employees vacation to when all vac- we all vacation to Disney? In honor of our D team member from down under, Lexi, in 1947, Disney's 1946 feature *Song of the South* is finally released in Australia. Just some facts about *Song of the South*: It won two awards and was nominated for one. *Zippity Doodah* won an Oscar for Best Music and Original Song and James Baskett won an honorary Oscar award for his amazing portrayal of Uncle Remus, making him the first African male to ever receive an Oscar. In 1966, Primeval World debuts at Disneyland, originally featured as part of the Ford Magic Skyway attraction for the 1964 and 65 World's Fair. 1970, Disney's comedy The Boatniks, starring Robert Morse, Stephanie Powers, Phil Silvers, Norman Fell, Wally Cox, Dan Amici, and Bob Hastings is released. 1972, we have Disney's live-action feature Napoleon and Samantha starring Michael Douglas, Will Geer, Johnny Whitaker, and Jodie Foster. Be sure to check out our Diz Radio archives when Johnny Whitaker stopped by Diz Radio for a great interview. 1975, in Disney history, at Walt Disney World, the Wedway People Mover, a futuristic way of shuttling people around Tomorrowland, finally opens and was well-received by the public. Also in 1975, The Apple Dumpling Gang is released, starring Don Knotts and Tim Conway, along with Bill Bixby. In 1988, The Norway Pavilion officially debuts at Epcot, and the television special of Disney Wor- Walt Disney World, 4th of July Spectacular airs. In 1989, we have some history from our fellow Disney park across the North Pacific. Tokyo Disneyland welcomed a 70 millionth guest. Out of all those guests, I still haven't made a travel over there myself, but I really hope to one day. In 1992, CBS TV aired Celebrate the Spirit, which was a Dis- which was Disney's all-star 4th of July, and it was hosted by the iconic John Ritter, born September 17, 48, and passed away September 11, 2003, while working on one of his more iconic roles as Paul Hennessy on Eight Simple Rules. John is also famous for his Disney and film debut of the Barefoot Executive. I'm going to redo that part. John is also famous for his Disney and film debut of the Barefoot Executive. 1994, we have Disney World's Epcot Park. Innovations East and West open, replacing the outdated CommuniCore. And also in 1994, remember that other number one animated film that blew away the world before Frozen stepped in? The Lion King soundtrack is number one on the billboard chart, and will stay there for nine consecutive weeks. 1996 in Disney history, we have the 500th Disney Store opening, which is a amazing landmark. In 1996 in Disney history, we have the 500th Disney Store officially opening, making an amazing... In 1996, Disney officially opened the 500th Disney Store. And to close out our Disney history this week, in 2008, the very first guests board the new Mark 7 monorail, Red, at Disneyland's Tomorrowland Station. Hopefully this segment jogs some fond Disney memories for you guys like it did for me. Whenever I think Disney nostalgia and history, I think back to the days of the Disney afternoon that helped shape my love for Disney growing up. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Disney History. Again, I am your host, Nathan. And thanks for making Diz Radio and myself a part of your Disney day. See you real soon.
3: On the pages of American folklore, a legion of mighty men have left the symbols of their greatness. There was Paul Bunyan's axe, John Henry's hammer, Davy Crockett's rifle, and then, quite unexpectedly, One comes upon a tin pot hat, a bag of Appleseed, and a holy book. And strangely enough, these are the symbols of one of the mightiest men of all, John Chapman, a real-life pioneer. With the passing years, however, reality has given way to legend. Until today, we know this remarkable man simply as Johnny Appleseed. This is his story, told by an old settler who knew Johnny well listen well sir every time i see an apple blossom sky i think of johnny Appleseed. because of course them clouds up there they ain't really clouds at all no sir by shucks there wouldn't be no apple blossom sky if it weren't for the fact that johnny but now hold on here guess i better start back to the beginning and that's when johnny lived on a farm near pittsburgh town The year was 186, or maybe there around. Now, just to look at him, you'd say Johnny Appleseed never would make a pioneer. He was such a sawed-off, scrawny little fella. Of course, that didn't faze Johnny none. Shucks, he had his apple trees and the morning sun and the evening breeze. The Lord is good to
4: me, and so I thank the Lord. For giving me the things I need The sun and rain and an apple seed Yes, he's been good to me I owe the Lord so much For everything I see I'm certain if it weren't for him There'd be no apples on this limb He's been good to me Oh, here am I, neath the blue, blue sky, a-doin' as I please. singing with my feathered friends, humming with the bees. I wake up every day as happy as can be, because I know that with his care, my apple trees, they will still be there,
3: oh, the Lord is good. Working, singing, carefree, and gay. That's how Johnny spent each day. Attending to his apple trees.
0: Taking you on those magical journeys from your lifetime of Disney. It's Disney On Demand. Here's your host, Jonathan Johnson.
1: All right, LVD of heads so I'm back once again, and I want to thank our newest D-team member as well as Aaron for stopping in here this week and, uh, you know, bringing their signature segments here at the show. It definitely makes it fun, and uh, you don't have to hear me ramble. Now, like I said, the show is slightly different here this week as we are celebrating the 4th of July. America. America the beautiful. The uh, birth of America. Uh, I don't know. How many more times can I say America? Maybe I should change it up to United States, but... Uh, Either way, we're having fun, and I am out here in the park doing the show remote here this week, doing it a little different for all of you D-heads, as uh, I'm on the fly, I got burgers on the grill now, and I'm doing everything from memory. Now, I did give you some news here on the show not too long ago, and now I am back once again, thanking the D-team and more, and uh, I did say I wanted to expand a little bit more. Now, last week, you were aware that we did not have a show. Um, There was not no-show, and I didn't announce that there wasn't going to be a show. Well we had some emergencies happen in the Johnson household so I thought I'd share that with you you know one thing that we love that is truly American here is uh, camping we love going out and camping and more and yes we pitched a big tent and we have all kinds of fun as we're camping as a family and you know hey my kids love it and you can't get enough of these sing-along songs camp out at Walt Disney World if you have never seen it or shown to your kids definitely show it to them they will love it but you know with that You know, last week came around, we're getting ready to post a show, and let's just say that uh, my son, uh, he fell off some monkey bars. As my six-year-old put it, they were the highest monkey bars he had ever seen. They were ones that he just had to do, ones that he had to go across, ones that he just had to climb. Well, let's just say his big sister, Princess Allie, came running back to the campsite and said, Dad, uh, Zachary is hurt and he is crying. Well, I didn't know how to take that, so I jumped on a little pink scooter, yes, a little Razor scooter myself, scooted along as fast as I possibly could. I was hoofing it, I was going crazy to get there, and we got there, asked him to squeeze my hand, and uh, it's a little sore, so I figured maybe a sprain or maybe a fracture or something. So we get back to the campsite, and let's just say that uh, uh, his arm was broken. So yes, had officially broken his arm, so it was kind of crazy, so he was in a cast, And literally five minutes later, um, my four-year-old, Tyler, leave it to the boys, flipped face first off of his scooter and uh, had to have some paper stitches. He was bleeding, bloody, gushing blood, and many other things. So with all of that, let's just say it was an eventful week and I didn't get a chance to get the show out as planned. So that is my story. So as much as we were out there camping, having fun, about to grill some hot dogs, get that show up and everything else... It ended up where uh, now we have a six-year-old with a broken arm who is very upset that he cannot play baseball anymore for the season. And we have a four-year-old that looks like uh, Rocky took a couple of swings at him. So it definitely was an eventful weekend in the Johnson campgrounds, I should say, for that week. So that's why there was no show last week. But with this week, we have all kinds of fun. As I mentioned, we have Steven Anthony Lawrence stopping in here at the show who played Beans on Even Stevens. And he's gonna be stopping in here and sharing all kinds of fun about Even Stevens working on the set, what's he doing now, and all kinds of things. Now, with America, I do wanna ask all of you D-heads out there, what is your favorite American thing at the Walt Disney World Parks? Is it the American Adventure? Is it the Celebrate America Fireworks Show? Um, What is it? What is your absolute favorite? I want to hear from you. I want you to call in, send your emails, and more. How do you celebrate Fourth of July with your family? Do you guys grill out? Do you barbecue? Do you go to campgrounds? Do you watch fireworks? What do you guys actually do for the Fourth of July? So, all of you D-heads, like I said, I'm just stopping in. I'm keeping it light. Um, You know, I'm just going to leave my story at that. So, this weekend we have all kinds of things lined up As uh, all kinds of fun So the show is slightly different I'm walking on remote and having some fun here So, and uh, next time you hear me I'll be talking with the one and only Stephen Anthony Lawrence Beans from Even Stevens, all you heads So with that said, I'm going to get back to the kids here Flip my burgers And uh, we'll have Stephen Anthony Lawrence on the line Be right back
16: My name is Francis Marion I fought the British Redcoats in 76, hiding in the Carolina swamps by day and surprising them with swift strikes at night. They called me a tricky swamp fox, so a swamp fox I became. Swamp fox, swamp fox, tail on his hat, nobody knows where the swamp fox at. Swamp fox, swamp fox, hiding in the glen. He runs away to fight again I fire a gun, the birds take wing Their startled cries, a signal clear My men march forth to fight the king And leave behind their loved ones, dear Swamp Fox, Swamp Fox, tail on his hat Nobody knows where the Swamp Fox sat Swamp Fox, Swamp Fox, hiding in the glen He runs away to fight again We had no powder, always fought with an empty gun Only made us shout the louder, we are men of Marion We had no corn bone, had no honey, all we had was continental honey Couldn't find nothing worth beans in a pot, ears and possum was all we ever got Swap box, swap box, on the sand. In a foreign land, their hearts are far across the sea. They never try to understand. We fight for home and liberty. Slump watch, slump lunch, tail in his hat. Nobody knows when slump luck's at. Swamp lots, swamp lost, hiding in the
0: Line. pledge allegiance to a star-studded
1: celebration. Fabulous! It's Disney Channel's spectacular extravaganza. That sounds interesting. A dazzling display of your favorite giggle dance <laughs>
5: Dancerific. We dance. Scream out loud shows.
6: Oh, love it! All
1: Ooh. holiday long. Ah. The fourth-tacular extravaganza starts Thursday morning at 9, 8 central
7: on Disney Channel. Hey, this is Eric Kramer from Good Luck Charlie, and this is Disney On Demand.
5: These are books about America. Its history, its geography, and its heroes. But it takes a big book like this one to tell the story of American folklore. The tall tales about men doing big things in a big country. Men like Cap'n Stormalong, Joe McGarrick, John Henry, Pecos Bill and the fellow who towers above them all,
16: Paul Bunyan.
9: envelope to
10: Davis and Kirk right down that
11: come one day I'll be clanking down the hallway in my shiny suit of armor
10: oh dude you know you
1: should get like one of those white horses too you know because that'd be so sweet in time buddy in time. <laughs> yeah.
6: you know that kid he's in our window don't look don't look come through alright? right
1: little kid. Hey, we'll do the talking squirt, okay? So why are you spying on us?
11: None of your beeswax!
1: Oh, oh I hate kids that say beeswax, yes. man. Yes. Oh. That's enough of
11: that. Alright, kid, who are you working for, huh? Wren? Principal Wexler, maybe? Never heard of him. So where you live, kid? In a house. Oh, we got a little wise guy uh, here, do we? I hate wise guys like you for breakfast, alright? Now, we got work to do, so why don't you go outside and play with your little friends? Yeah. I just moved here. Can't I hang out with you guys? I don't have any friends. Oh, Well, then make up some imaginary ones. They never let you down. Hey, you wanna hear a joke? No. Okay, there's a pirate on the ship, and the ship was a rook and a
12: rubbin'.
3: We said scram twerp.
12: Fine. I don't need you guys.
1: Dude, what'd you do, man? You have to keep crying.
11: This kid's kid real. It's one of the it's one of the top three fake cries I've ever heard, and two of them belong to me.
12: Thanks. I've got skills.
11: Yeah. What's your name, kid? Bernard. Bernard. I don't like it. Me neither. Well, from now on, your name is Beans. Why Beans? Kid, a nickname is not supposed to be logical. See? It's supposed to be fun. Hey, just run with the beans. Beans.
0: Beans. Lights.
1: Camera. Action. It's time for this week's Disney On Demand special guest. Alright all of you Disney fans, you tuned in for another magical installment of Disney Blues Disney On Demand and as we continue to bring all the magic and memory from your lifetime of Disney, many of those are from the Disney Channel and all the different times that you've grown up watching the Disney Channel and remembering all those characters that have made it possible for you to uh, grow up alongside with them. And one of those people with us here this week is Stephen Anthony Lawrence. You may remember him as Beans from Even Stevens. He's also been in Cheaper by the dozen and many other classics. Welcome to Disney On Demand.
8: Hi, thanks, Jonathan. How you guys doing today?
1: It is our pleasure having you on. I mean, you know, when you think back to the Disney Channel of the 90s, you can't help but then, you know, think of Even Stevens and all that kind of fun stuff. But before that, I guess jumping into the earlier days, you know, because your resume does go on with a lot of earlier things. What got you started into acting?
8: Oh, well, man, let's see. I I started doing baby passions actually when I was a kid. It's Kind of embarrassing to admit, but hey, it's the truth, right? And it got me where I am today. Um, I, I, actually, the uh, the mom or um the little Ashley Johnson's mom, uh, the little uh, girl with uh, curly hair on, uh, uh well, what show was it? Uh, Growing Pains. Her mom was actually a judge in one of the pageants I was in, and her her and her parents and my parents got got to talking, and you know, kind of thought I'd be good for you know commercials and. It just kind of grew on me, and I, you know, I loved it, and I'm still doing it 20 years later.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, and it it seemed to work out for you. You know, you can't hide, you know, hey, all right, so you got started in pageants, but, you know, it led on to so many different things, you know, so many different roles um, and many other things. You know, and one of those, of course, we'll just touch base upon it for all the Disney fans out there right away, even Stevens and playing Beans. You know, you can't forget Beans and Bacon. Um, I guess how did getting that role come about?
8: Uh, the same thing through every other role. You just on uh, just an audition process, and you know you you do an audition, and then you have you know three or four callbacks, and then you you meet the big wigs, and, and blah blah blah, and and you get picked or you don't. <laughs>
1: Well, you know, and working on that show, I mean, that was kind of like a rebirth of, uh, you know, the Disney Channel, really. It was kind of, you know, all these new shows, original programming. You know, you had great co-stars on there with you as well and a lot of good stuff. Now, looking back at that, um, you know, and looking back at the character of Beans, um, was that really just a fun character to play on the set?
8: Oh, yeah. Oh, it was such a fun character. It was kind of, I kind of imagined the character as kind of like an updated Dennis Menace kind of. (laughs) and it was just so much fun to play you know he was pretty much a typical you know nine-year-old kind of geeky guy that just wanted to fit in and that's what i was. was it was really really easy to do pretty much
1: well you know and working on that show is there any episode that was absolutely your favorite to work on whether that was you know on camera or even many of the things that happened off camera
8: oh wow let's see um well, there's this one episode we did uh called Close Encounters of the bees kind and uh we we played the, we that episode based on the, the the theory that my parents were aliens and and that was that was a lot of fun to do because we gotta kind of do like a little parody of e t e. and, and and we we almost didn't get get that same sound because everybody was cracking up so much <laughs> by like eight fourteen we're going okay, it's time time to move on, come on.
1: Well, you know, and with that show, you know, and working with, you know, you know, children actors, you know, that's the thing, you know, having, you know, young adults, you know, being these actors on the show, I guess, you know, was there a lot of different ways to let loose, you know, with the long days on the set too, you know, the kind of thing where, you know, did you hang out with, you know, Shia and Christy and everybody and just really just, you know, really let loose afterwards, because it is still a hard day of filming, right?
8: Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't call it a hard day of filming by any stretch of the imagination. Because you're sitting there, you know, with, with your own age, it was just a big party. To be honest, it was a big party. We had this big old wall. We had this um, big old wall right when you walk out onto the set, and it had a, a wall of clothes. And there was just so many amazing clothes from just just times on there. <laughs> uh, and just there was so much fun stuff that, that went on on that set. <laughs> It was always just a big party. Everybody was having so much fun. We didn't even know we were working until we had to leave. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you know, and and looking back at that character too, um, you know, bacon and bacon is huge now. Everybody loves bacon on everything and bacon wrapped turkeys. You know, you were ahead of the trend. You know, are you a bacon fan too?
8: Yeah, I've, I've <laughs> I I do like bacon not as much as the character. I've got I've gotten the the new nickname now that I'm actually the hipster of bacon. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you, you, it's like I said, you know, you 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 were ahead of the curve. You were the, you know, you were ahead of the times. You know, everybody loving bacon and beans loved bacon. Now, I guess looking back at the show, you know, Disney Channel has evolved so much. And looking back at it, you know, did you ever think in, in your wildest dreams that the show would have such a cult status and following and you know fan following all these years later, still today?
8: No, no, I had no idea. To be honest, I just thought this was just another. Another role I was going to do, you know, and I'd be done with it a couple of years and move on to something else. And here I am, I'm still getting called into, you know, you know, universities and other things to talk about something I did, you know, 10 years ago. It's pretty, pretty amazing actually.
1: Well, you know, and, and you know, aside from Even Stevens, you've also done, you know, so many different things, you know, other roles and films and, you know, Cheaper by the Dozen and Kicking and Screaming and, you know, many other things like that. Now, working on a television show as opposed to working on a film set and, you know, being in something like with, you know, Steve Martin and items like that, I guess, how did that vary? You know, you know, being such a young actor, what could you tell a difference between, hey, we're on set for a film and, you know, the daily roles of, you know, filming for television?
8: Well, honestly, the the um the the biggest kind of the the difference between the two, working on a TV show and working on film, is you know a TV show, you know, you get to know each other pretty well on a TV show versus film. You're really only doing it for about maybe two months, but you know a TV show, you're working on the thing for you know three years, you know, sometimes more. You know, so you get to know the people inside and out better than you know yourself sometimes. <laughs> And it it gets really really close. It, it gets it gets close close covered, you know. And you know it's like a big family, you know. Sometimes sometimes families argue, and the other one. But when they're not, you know, it's it's a beautiful thing.
1: <laughs> Definitely. Well, you know, and and looking back at some of these films and things when you were a lot younger, um, you know, do people still recognize you? You know, do you go on the street and they're like, "Oh, beans," or "Oh, cheaper by the dozen," or you know, are there people out there that they just recognize you right away and you know, they just you know, they cannot let those characters go.
8: Oh yeah. Oh, that's that happens all the time. I'll I'll be walking down the street and I'll I'll still get the the car full of kids going <laughs> screaming out the window. I've got a couple drive by heckles and oh yeah, that always happens. I was I was at um Disneyland one time. Uh <laughs> and that was interesting. Uh, this was back maybe I was like fifteen. I went into one of the bathrooms, right, and my, my, um, a bunch of my buddies were waiting for me outside, and I go in there, and as soon as I go in, like, 30 people rush the bathroom, and I have cameras, and people trying to bang the door in, and I'm trying to pull my pants up, and not show my Heidi who, and everything, <laughs> it, Yeah, yeah, it, I've had a couple of those experiences, sure. <laughs> It's, it's been interesting well you know
1: you know and moving forward you know and many other things you've done now too you know you you're all over television still you know people if they're flipping through the channels they remember may remember the you know the t-mobile holiday commercials as the pink elf or you know being in the dog costume for the old spice commercial and things like that um are those fun quirky things just things that you do really love to do i mean because it seems like you're you're kind of characters that you always play are more of you know mischief comedy based and you know that still holds true with old spice and t-mobile and it's still just you know really fun quirky characters
8: yeah oh it's you know it's really not just fun you know playing playing the same thing over and over and over and over and over coming as captain kangaroo they'll tell you that but you know it it is you know you know playing you know playing you know From doing, you know, a show on Disney to being on, you know, a show like, you know, Weeds on Showtime, it's a total 180. And that's what a character actor's dream is, to be able to do one thing one second and then do a completely opposite turnaround the next thing you do.
1: Well, definitely, you know, and like you like you mentioned, being on a show like Weeds, you know, I mean, that was huge. I mean, big show, you know, big production, great fan file following, and, you know, coming on a show like that, do you ever look back at some of these where, you know, even if you were, you know, an episode or two, things like that where you're just like, you have this wow factor of, all right, I was able to touch, you know, that kind of show, or I was able to be part of that, and, you know, things that just really still, you know, are they're going to be down in television history, you know, for ages and ages, and now you can say, I was part of that at one point.
8: Oh, of course, of course, hey. I, You know, I've, I've gone through the conversation with my grandson going, Yeah, this is what I was doing when I was your age! <laughs> of course, of course, yeah. I, I, of course, I've dreamed about that, of course. Yeah.
1: Now, I guess, you know, moving forward, and, you know, you know, we're not always sticking in the past, but many other things, you know, being a child actor, you know, it always has its complications, or, you know, hey, it came easy, or, you know, people always have advice, or tips, or techniques, or things you've learned over the years. And that's going to reign true even now. So now you're actually, you know, you're able to go back, and now you're teaching and things like that. So why don't you elaborate a little bit more about, you know, how you're able to do that now for, you know, younger generation?
8: It's uh, that's such a tough question because so much of it is luck. I, I, I know so many people that are in class, you know, twelve hours every day, seven days a week, and you, they are just extremely talented and just can't get a break. It's a tough town. Uh, you know, I've just been lucky. You know, the, the the best advice I can give anybody is work your butt off and just hope you get lucky. That's all you can do. Just keep keep plugging at it. Keep working. Keep training. Keep working. Stay positive. Keep working and just hope you get lucky. That's all you can do.
1: Definitely. You know, and, you know, you're able to help a lot of people with that, though, and teaching. So how did the teaching come about?
8: Teaching actually came about is I actually had a bunch of my friends just kind of approach me for advice on, you know, fellow actors, you know, for auditions and stuff like that. You know, I, I've been uh, teaching at the, uh, like, doing different seminars at, like, Notre Dame uh, High School down here in Los Angeles and Fullerton College up, up, up south a little bit. and. You know, did it a little bit back in Fresno, and I, I thought I'd you know, like to do it again. And my assumptions were correct. I'm getting a big kick out of it. It's, it's really cool, to, you know, to see a transformation of somebody, to, to uh, have them start out at one level and then help them and, you know, help them achieve their dreams. That's, that's such a big joy for me, to help, you know, other people achieve their dreams and success in life.
1: I was gonna say, well, you know, it has to feel good, you know, being able to, you know, mentor them and help them with, you know, things you've learned over the years. Now, I guess if you could narrow that down to, you know, one thing that you, you know, when you enter a room and you evaluate everybody so you know where things are going or whatnot, what is the one tip that you could say from all your years of acting is something that, you know, is something people should either be on the lookout for or work on or, or things like that?
8: See, that's it's different because every actor is different. Every every actor is gonna is going to need you know um you know tips and you know whether it be environment whether it be personalization whether it be you know because every every actor is different every human is specific every everybody's going to need you know help with one thing a little bit more than someone else and a little less help than someone else You, you get what i'm saying
1: definitely well yeah it's one of those where you have to evaluate each person as an individual now I guess, you know, moving aside from, you know, teaching and all that kind of fun stuff, you know, looking back at your entire career and everything you've done, is there any one moment on any set, whether that's a television show, a movie, anything at all, where you're going to look back and that is the the one show or the one moment or the one film that, you know, on your dying bed and you're talking to your family, it's going to be the one that you're always going to remember forever?
8: Well, you know, of course it would be Ethan Stevens because... um. It, it, that actually ties into why I actually wanted to, or, well, I didn't actually discover how I wanted to be an actor until this one girl kind of pretty much told me. <laughs> yeah, she was, um it was this little girl, Crystal, and I was at the, the UCLA Children's Hospital signing autographs with a bunch of other actors. And, uh, America Ferrara and I went up to uh, another amazing girl. I can't speak highly enough of that girl. Um, went up to some of the patients' rooms and started seeing some of the kids that weren't able to come down. And, um you know, some some of them were on hospice and some of it, you know, was pretty bad. But I was meeting this one girl, Crystal, and she was dying of leukemia. And the most beautiful, kind spirit you'll ever meet in your entire life. This little girl had a smile that was a, a ray of sunshine, I, I, I swear. She, she As soon as I walk in the room, she Gets this big old smile on my face and gives me a big old hug, and then we start to talk. And and then she kind of just tells me, you know, what you do makes my day so much easier. And I was just so taken back by that, and I, I I still have never forgotten it. You know,
1: definitely. You know, and and it's moments like that that I'm sure you know. Yes, you get to play pretend, and you get to look back, and you get to you know be on TV. But it's moments like that, knowing that you've affected somebody and brought a smile to their face and you were able to connect up with them. I mean, it truly does have to, you know, feel good to this day. I mean, apparently, you know, it is because, you know, you were just sharing that with us. So it really does have to feel good.
8: Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's honestly one moment. I'll always remember that.
1: Well, you know, with all the different things you've done, so many different shows, you know, now teaching, you know, helping other actors and, you know, budding actors on, on the horizon. So I guess, you know, As we let you go, we know you're busy, many different things going on. Um, You know, is there any lasting words you would like to leave out there for all your fans, people that grew up with Even Stevens, people that watch it now in reruns, um, people that have watched your films, you know, Cheaper by the Dozen or, you know, shows like Weeds, they've seen you around. Is there anything you'd like to leave out there for any of your fans listening in?
8: Oh, well, I'm actually, you know, like I said, I'm doing teaching now. And I'm actually doing online teaching through Skype. To make it a little bit more convenient, because obviously not everybody's out here in Los Angeles that wants to be an actor. So I actually do kind of a classroom setting for teaching on Skype now. And my uh, screen name, or whatever you call it, is uh, Find My Chin.
1: Very cool. Well, you know, it was our pleasure having you on and I'm sure that uh, everybody listening in is definitely probably going to be getting some, uh, you know, acting classes and things like that. I mean, I know many young budding actors out there who are trying to get their foot in the door and learn new techniques, you know, but I'm a radio guy. I can't help them. So now we can forward them on to you. So, you know, Stephen, it was our, it was our pleasure having you stop in and chat with us and reminisce a little bit. And, you know, for years and years to come, you're going to you're going to be part of many people's childhood. So thank you once again for stopping in.
8: Thank you, Jonathan. You too. Have a good one.
5: Disney Channel Original Movies. Oh. She was a teenage fashion queen. What do
12: you think? I like it. It's very bridal.
5: Until her family <laughs> moved her out of a city. Military
12: school? Ah, 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 ah. I'm not going.
5: And into a uniform. Now, if she wants to fit in, she'll have to get her hands a little dirty.
12: Oh, did you break a nail?
5: Hilary Duff and Christy Carlson Romano. <laughs> Cadet Kelly. Also new to Disney DVD, the Stevens family thought they were going on a dream vacation until the moment it all came crashing down. The even Stevens movie, starring Christy Carlson Romano and Shia LaBeouf. Plus, don't miss all of the exclusive extras. Disney Channel Original Movies presents Cadet Kelly and The even Stevens movie, now on Disney DVD.
7: This government must be preserved in spite of the acts of any man or set of men. Nowhere in the world is presented a government of so much liberty and equality. To the humblest and poorest among us are held the highest privileges and positions. What constitutes the bulwark of our liberty and independence? It is not the frowning battlements or bristling seacoast, our army and navy. These are not our reliance against tyranny. Our reliance is in the love of liberty, which God has planted in us. Our defense is in the spirit, which prizes liberty as the heritage of all men, in all lands everywhere. Destroy this spirit, and you have planted the seeds of despotism at your own doors. At what point shall we expect the approach of danger? By what means shall we fortify against it? Shall we expect some transatlantic giant to step the ocean and crushes at a blow? Never. All the armies of Europe, Asia, and Africa combined could not by force take a drink from the Ohio Or make a track on the Blue Ridge. At what point, then, is the approach of danger to be expected? I answer, if it ever reach us, it must spring up among us. It cannot come from abroad. If destruction be our lot, we ourselves must be its author and its finisher. As a nation of free men, we must live through all time or die by suicide. Surely God would not have created such a being as man with ability to grasp the infinite, to exist only for a day. No. No. Man was made for immortality.
6: I benjama na baba baba
14: heads, After a long absence, I'm back with a brand new magical music review. For any of you who are new, my name is Paige, and I'm here to bring you the very best from the Disney Music Library. This month has been chock full of anniversaries from the Disney Animation Department, from Lightning and the Tramp to Tarzan. The milestone this month is The Lion King, which just celebrated its 20th anniversary this week. Many classics in the Disney Vault are reaching milestone anniversaries, and to celebrate this, Walt Disney Records has launched the Legacy Collection. The collection releases previously unreleased score and demos for some of Disney's most acclaimed there's films. To, to kickstart the collection, The Lion King 2 Disposition was released on June 24th, the anniversary of the film. With the score composed by Hans Zimmer and songs and lyrics written by Elton John and Sir Tim Rice, soundtracks for The Lion King earned Academy Awards, Golden Gloves, and Grammys. So hold on to your safari hats and let's journey found. to the pride lands and take
4: Previously, I'm the sun flying king. Through the sapphire sky, keeps great and small. On the endless round, it's the circle.
14: In my opinion, one of the spookiest settings in Disney Animation is the Elephant Graveyard. In this scene, Simba and Nala venture out of the boundaries of Pride Lands and run into some trouble with the hyenas. The music has been released and follows the entire scene, from the discovery of the graveyard to Mufasa's rescue. It starts in a lower register, which gives the eerie tone. As the piece continues, the volume and intensity increase as the conflict in the scene rises. The chase is instrumented by mostly high violins and low brass. Announcing the arrival of Mufasa, trumpets make an entrance along with the use of percussion. Even when the piece is low and slow, there is a high intensity present. You can almost picture the scene. Take a listen. As with all musicals, some songs reach the finished product and some end up on the cutting room floor. The Lion King is no exception. The Morning Report was first released outside of the recording studio as a part of the Platinum Edition in 2003. The song replaces the conversation between Zazu and Mufasa discussing the animals in the Pride Lands. Instead of them talking, Zazu starts in song. Simba does, however, still have his pouncing lesson as it is woven in with the song. The song is recorded by Evan Sacedo as Young Simba and Jeff Bennett as Zazu. Enjoy this lost song.
3: Good morning, Sire. Good morning, Zazu. Checking in with the morning report. Fire away. Chimps are going, ape giraffes remain above it all. Elephants remember, though, just what I can't recall. Crocodiles are snapping up fresh offers from the banks. Showed interest in my nest egg, but I quickly said, no thanks. We haven't paid the horn bills, and the vultures have a hunch. Not everyone invited will be coming back from lunch. This is the morning report Gives you the long and the short every grunt, roar and snort Not a tail I distort On the morning report What are you doing, son? Counting. Let an old pro show you what's done Oh, the Buffalo have got Stay a beef about this low. season's grass. Warthogs have been walled in attempts to save their yeah, okay, so and grass. Yellowfin right. chasers birds. Saffron is this season's color, seen in all the herds moving down Do the, the reed and filed near the water rung. Fast-moving beetles are my friends in the dung. <laughs> 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 this is the morning report. Gives you the
14: One of the most powerful songs in the Disney Songbook opens this film. Circle of Life begins with the now-famous chant from Lebo M, who worked with Hans Zimmer to incorporate African choirs and chants within the score. Along with Carmen Twilley, the lyrics lead us into the film. But what does the song sound like without the lyrics? Disney has released the instrumental version of Circle of Life on this new soundtrack. It's amazing how different a song can sound when you remove one piece of the puzzle. Take a listen. total 30 minutes of previously unreleased music was put on the cds as the collection releases new installments i'll be covering them the next release will be mary poppins in late august celebrating its 50th anniversary i hope you've enjoyed this week's segment as much as i have i've missed being around and i'll be back next week with another magical music review until next time guys see ya
5: Disney Blues, Disney on demand. You hear that? It's the
3: winds of change.
1: Here's your host, Jonathan Johnson. All right, all of heads so I'm back once again, and I hope you enjoyed this celebration of America, beans, bacon, and more for show number 78 for the week of July 3rd, 2014. We had all kinds of fun, and I want to extend a very special thank you once again to Stephen Anthony Lawrence for stopping in here at the show. Thanks for stopping in, sharing all those insights of what it's like being a child actor, working on these Disney Channel shows, films, and more, and what you're doing now. Congratulations on passing down what you've learned to other young budding actors. Definitely check out all of you heads Stephen Anthony Lawrence, all over the web and many other places. I'd also like to thank the G team yes, Paige, Aaron, and our newest Nathaniel, all for stopping in here this week. If it wasn't for you, everybody would just have to listen to me ramble. Mind you, I've already been uh, rambling on quite a bit this week uh, as I'm out here in the park and there's really no uh, style and format to the show. You can always connect up with the team at DizRadio.com. That's D-I-Z-Radio.com. You can connect up with them, shoot them those emails, and connect up with everybody that makes the show happen. And finally, I want to thank you, all the D-Heads. If it wasn't for you, there would be no show every single week. Whether it's a long show, a show full of news, special guests, and more, you help us relive those magic and memories from your lifetime of Disney. So thank you for tuning in, spreading the word, and coming back every single week, all of you D-Heads. So, all of you D-heads, before I let you go and I let you in as to who's going to be stopping in for show number 79 and let you celebrate that 4th of July weekend, I do want to give you all the different ways you can stay connected here at Disney On Demand. And first and foremost, you can always visit our official website at DizRadio.com. That's D-I-Z-Radio.com. There you can visit our full list of past shows, the complete archives, and more, including the latest news blogs, connect up with the D-Team, and all kinds of fun. Right there on our official website at DizRadio.com. That's dizradio.com You can also connect up with us all over the social media outlets on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Disney On Demand. You can friend us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Disney Blue, and that's B-L-U. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and more. Just search Disney Blue, B-L-U, or Diz Radio. And remember, you can always subscribe to the latest shows in iTunes and Stitcher Radio. Just search Diz Radio. So, all of you D-heads, with that said, as I mentioned, the show is slightly different here this week, a little more laid back as I'm hanging out with my beat-up boys here with broken arms, stitches, and more. So, you know, celebrate 4th of July, have that fun, do not lose sight of what the 4th of July really is. Do not lose sight that we are here for the independence of America, for the freedom that we have here. So, in my tirade, I'm not going to go much more. Just remember, slow down, take a moment, and never neglect family for business. With that said, all VD heads I'm going to let you go with a bit of an opus here this week with a huge, huge show closer. Until next week, all of you D-Heads, I will catch you online, have a safe and happy fourth, and see you next week.
17: America, a land where eagles soar. Since history began, its people have celebrated the magnificence of this land. Tonight, we celebrate America, a land of many people, a country that continues to grow, a nation of courage and independence. 4th of July celebration as we commemorate the birthday of this great nation. With joy, we celebrate the United States of America, a vast mosaic of individuality and inspiration, a vibrant palette of cultures and colors, a country whose pioneering spirit continues to live on in the hearts and minds of people who cherish freedom in this land and around the globe. and beautiful nation has to offer. In the words and melodies of beloved American folk songs, that enduring spirit is found in the music Just as the 50 stars and 13 stripes are so grandly united upon old glory, our nation's flag unites us all. Let us join together in salute to the red, white, and blue, and cheer the hopes and dreams that continue to shine throughout America.